I know it's Friday and we're all feeling that. I'm not trying to fast forward your weekend at all, but I think Friday's the day to talk about this because boom, boom, two nights sleep and you're going to wake up and it's going to be Sunday. And by Sunday around hmm, four o'clock, you're going to start feeling that feeling. Yeah. So like the Sunday evening blues. It's real. It's real because Monday's fast approaching. You can't escape it. You're saying goodbye to your weekend. Yeah. All those reasons. All those happy things. You know, I'm um, getting depressed here and you're talking about I'm it sorry. right now, Jody. Let me tell you what I find that I have done to myself. I make Saturday whatever I want to do. Unless yeah. we've got some, I mean, Saturday's usually all fun all day long. Like, I don't even care if there's laundry on the floor, which is so not me. And then on Sunday, we do have some family things and some, you know, ritual things that we do, but we also. And that's the day. It's like by three and four o'clock, it's time to button up. It's time to make sure lunches are made. It's time to make sure we have some plans for the week. Did we buy groceries? You know, you got to start thinking that way. And it sucks the joy out of your weekend. I'm glad to know it's not only me. No. But yeah, it's between three and five on Sunday. It's like, Uh, oh, well. It's real. So I I found some info from like life coaches and life planners, and this is all really good info. So on Sunday nights, instead of pushing all that stuff that you have to do to that time period, don't do that. Hey! Before you leave, before you leave work on Friday, make a list, a task list at your desk, what you need to hit first thing Monday morning so you truly could forget about it. Now, that's not the American way. But it would do you good to do that. Yeah, you mean by not answering emails over the weekend and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, and I just yeah, mean so, so that you don't have to go right. into work mode Sunday night just to be ahead of the game and be the number one whatever. See, Sam was hoping that you were saying blow it off completely. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just make sure you're ready when you leave Friday so that All your right. Sunday evening is not so <laughs> pressure filled. Also, fill your Sunday evening instead of with lunches and pressure and planning with something that's active leisure. Better than just binging a TV show, but go for a walk, go meet with friends, go do a yoga class, do something that's passive and leisurely and yeah. fun. Even if it's family, it's right? engaging. Yeah, right. yeah. Something social maybe that you can look forward to, look forward to on Sunday evening. You know what I mean? Yes. That's a good idea, Sam. Um, just, I guess there's some other little things, but those are the big ones that jumped out to me of things that we could do. Okay. Like, you know, I could do some laundry on Saturday, so I wouldn't have so much to do. Or we could just blow it all off. Yay! (laughs) Okay, moms, if you have ever been prom dress shopping with a daughter, you are going to feel me on this. It is a full circle. For me, it was a full circle sort of mother-daughter experience. I took Taylor the other day, which is funny because she had prom this Saturday night, Mm -hmm. and we waited to go prom dress shopping because she's been so busy to like Thursday night. And I, but I know, but I wasn't worried knowing her. She's always been an easy shopper. Right. She'll, she's like me. She'll look at 600 dresses and know which five she wants to try on. And Sam, just so that you know, uh, daddy was kept away from this. So I was actually having burgers with a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now. I'm, I'm sorry, a burger, not burgers, plural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Murph. So anyway, so I take her prom dress shopping. Phoebe and a friend come along too. And we go to this department store with a ton of dresses, her favorite spot to check them out. And she just picks a bunch of dresses. And what's funny is that I knew when I did this, rewind back to when I did this a few times with my mom. I went to a few proms. We had some not so great experiences. I remember one Saturday, we get in the car and we're going shopping and I'm just being, I'm so bored. I I just want to go hang out with my friends. She says, no, come with me. We had already picked something out, but we hadn't bought it yet. I think it was a a story where my parents couldn't afford it yet until a paycheck. Mm -hmm. And then so I'm just complaining the whole time. I don't want to be here. 
because she finally said, you're going to regret saying that. Well, the deal was one of the things we were doing was picking up my prom dress. So, of course, I was acting yucky. Yeah. And I was sorry at the end of it. She and I used to disagree a lot about what my dress should be. Mm -hmm. So we it wasn't a pleasant experience. So fast forward to today, yeah. Taylor and I don't have that experience shopping often. I'm usually totally good with what she chooses. Right. Maybe she has better taste than I did, <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly. But um, this thing was, it was reminiscent of the time with my mom. She was pretty cranky with me. She was, you know, she needed my help with zipping stuff and she didn't want Phoebe and her friend to see very much, but she was very short with me right. and it was tension filled. And I kept thinking of my mother during the dressing room you know struggle yeah and so she picked out a prom dress we bought it we did the shoes we did the whole thing and i was tired by the end of the night on a weeknight i was worn out so you were reliving your life with your mom i was reliving it and then the other morning she sent me a text thank you for prom dress shopping with me last night even though i was stressed out and difficult i love you oh that's so sweet (sighs) so taylor so like the next morning she realized that was a roller coaster yeah. for both of us you know it's amazing because the guy thing is so easy you go to the tux rental place you get yep. measured and you're done <laughs> no it's much more emotional for girls okay so how long have we had pop of the bulldog your dream dog murphy uh Couple since, months? so it's only been about eight or nine weeks yeah oh man seems like a little longer yeah <laughs> anyway look he is growing on me I will say that. He's a little bit better than he used to be as far as behavior. Because of the pack and because we walk him every day. I think he's finally getting used to, hey, this is the way that this works. Right, right. And he does have a very soft, pettable head and ears. I do love to pet him. He's just a little crazy. I mean, he's got crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. He just does. But bulldogs do. Really That's why people are kind of afraid of bulldogs, because you have the whole tooth and the eyes thing. It's like, oh, is this dog about to snap? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we should have named him Capone. I totally did. And he looks like Al Capone to me. Okay. But he comes to Papa. That's his name. So we just kept the name. And it, it suits him. So anyway, um, I didn't know. I, I don't think you knew this last night, Murphy. I was petting Papa. We were talking, Phoebe and I. And she said, oh, by the way, Mom. He ate a glue stick. <laughs> what? He ate a glue stick. And I was like, what? So I was worried. I'm thinking glue? If you get glue in your system, man, you need to go to the doctor. That's what I thought. I mean, did this happen so fast or was she just not wanting to tell anybody it was happening? Well, I started asking questions and it was four days ago. <laughs> Great. And then Phoebe said... And he's coming in handy with arts and crafts projects. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> she said she was doing arts and crafts. Yeah. She accidentally dropped a, gr- a glue stick. And yeah. before she could get it, he had eaten it. Yeah. And that's how it goes with Papa. My house is so clean because of this dog because we're afraid to drop anything. Yeah. Um, she said, though, it was okay, Mom. It was Elmer's. <laughs> Meaning, <laughs> well, is that say, glue you can eat? But still, it's got the plastic... I know. I, I mean, it. I, yeah, I mean, it, we'll just need to watch for a second tail. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gross. And four days ago. Uh, so four, I think you should check the yard in that he case. He seems fine, doesn't he? He was great on the walk last night. He was loving all on me. I think he's fine. I, 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 yeah, but I mean, now I'm, you got me wondering. I'm going to have to be watching for, uh, you know, a glue stick. <laughs> or maybe him slowing and down. here I am worried about him chewing on your shoes last night. I guess I should have been focused on something else. He didn't chew on my shoes, did he? Yeah, I had to shove your shoes oh, under great. the bed. Okay. Okay, the list of things that dogs eat, other than the nasty thing that you can think of that some dogs eat in the yard. <laughs> yeah. You know, looking Sam. out the window or I'm looking out the back door and Gus is bent down eating something. It's like, 
Does he I know do what's that? going on out there. Well, see, we, it's not like there's food out there. Finally, we don't have anybody in our pack that does that anymore. Yeah, and sometimes, I, look, I looked into it as much as I could. I read about it as much as I could stand to do. If they do that, there's almost nothing you can do to stop them. They have this thing to or do you it. can yell, but it's, it's too late. It starts when they're puppies, and it's hard to break them of it. Supposedly, you can put some things in their food that will help, but, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, meat tenderizer was one thing. <laughs> it, but it just made them so thirsty. It's like, no, we're not doing yeah, this Yeah, exactly. Either. We went through water like it was. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the accent flavor enhancer? <laughs> no, it was supposed to make the stuff taste worse. Oh. If that's hard, if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> this tastes pretty good. <laughs> Wait, All right, so these strange things okay. that dogs eat, you're talking about the things that kind of like yeah. they'll pick up and Veterinarians eat. Veterinarians have shared over the years things that they, you know, people brought their dogs in for. First of all, go back to our Chevy, one of our very first ever rescues. He ate a corn on the cob once, whole. <laughs> he Remember? did, and I'm going to tell you, Sam, we waited a few days, nothing happened. Nothing. I don't get it. He didn't even, <laughs> I had the butter ready and everything. He didn't even have a stomach ache. I don't know what. He was just fine. Didn't he eat soap, too? He would eat a bar of uh, soap. We had to keep it away from him. And he would get sick off of that. But yeah, Bubbly I sick. I do not understand Gross. what it was, but yeah, we had to keep soap away. Supposedly there's some sort of deficiency in them when they when they seek things out like that. They're <sighs> searching for some taste or flavor. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know, in deficiency or intellectual deficiency? <laughs> he ate a Polly Pocket once, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. Okay. Recently, a one-pound solid chocolate bunny was eaten Ooh. because the and that's dangerous. Chocolate this is not in our household. You're talking no, about this, what you're these saying are veterinarians who posted. Well, chocolate is very toxic for yeah, dogs. Yeah, keep it away from dogs. Another another client of theirs had to do something else and keep the phones up high because this dog ate cell phones. Scary. Ashley, when we first got our boxer, Ashley, when she was a puppy, she chewed a few of mine up. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. She chewed books too. Yeah, not before calling people on speed dial, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my papa's dog, God rest his soul, the dog, not my papa, um, ate his, like, tea, his, den- his dentures. His dentures, yeah. He can't leave him out. <laughs> he didn't walk around with him in his mouth, did he? No. Fortunately, the dog was okay. Let us know what your dog ate that was weird, except the stuff in the backyard. We know about that, okay? 877-310-4MSJ. Guys, I want to make this um, family quality time, uh, different ideas of things you can do with your family, even if it's just short 10 and 15 minutes here and there, Mm -hmm. Uh, because I read this report and I believe it. And I'm not going to bore you with the report, but American families don't get enough quality time. We get enough fast food. We get enough uh, traffic time. We get enough Netflix. We don't get enough quality time together. It's the the busyness thing. And in fact, later... Coming up after 8 o'clock, there's something that I, I saw yesterday about your brain almost being scrambled oh. by doing too many things at once. And so that distraction probably is the, the family thing, too. And we're going to go around the table. Let's start. Sam, would you like to go first? What's your favorite way to have quality time with your family? Uh, well, I make sure all the kids have their smartphones and we all go to separate rooms. Okay, stop. <laughs> and we ignore each other. Uh, now, there, I mean... We, we go to movies, we'll yeah. do uh, different fun stuff, we're in the car, but the main thing, I think, is when I'm cooking, because mm-hmm. Maddie will come in there to make slime in the kitchen, Yes, and Jack always wants to help her do it, so it's like Everybody's they're in together. there, so I bring Parker in, and, and he does something while he's in there, so while I'm cooking, I get to talk with everybody, and everybody yeah. else gets to talk and hang yeah. out. Yeah, um, I'm going to say this, too, one of my favorite. we have a lot, Murphy, we're blessed to have a lot of different little ways that sneak in, family time that mm-hmm. sneak in that I love, but with our girls, 
when we end up being in the car together for a little bit longer than normal here and there, when it's the four of us going somewhere on a trip, we always have great conversation. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like being being in the car together. You're, you're trapped there. You got to do it. You're forced to. We listen to music that we bond about. We start telling stories. I've told the girls family stories that they never knew mm-hmm. on trips. Yep. You know, and then they'll start playing ukulele from the back seat. Murphy, what's yours? Yeah. Well, you know, what mine is Jody. It's sitting around the dinner table because because we still do that. Phones go down. We sit. You know, that's just a dedicated nighttime thing. Yeah. And so even if it's for only fifteen or twenty minutes, to me, that's like some of the best time of the yeah. day. And you normally make them laugh. There, there are times when all three of the little ones are around the table, and it gets almost to the point of being on my nerves because they yeah. act they're childish. But yeah. the thing is, they're together. They're, they're still at that point where they can be childish because i know in another five years it's gonna yeah. be right. you know so uh, it's like part of me wants to say everybody stop and eat but then it's like no don't y'all do that dad T- yeah. have fun with each other yeah. you've got to soak that up while it lasts mm-hmm. yes all right let us know about your favorite little ways to get in quality family time 877-310-4msj 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime and it's quality family time. Stacy, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I love your show. Thank you. Listen <laughs> to you every morning. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I am calling about important family time. Yes, quality family time. What is your favorite way to spend it? So every night, my kids are six and three and a half, and mm-hmm. every night we get into my bed and my husband and I read stories to them uh, and then after story time before we tuck them in we play a game called what's your favorite mm-hmm. and so each person has to pick we call it an aisle yes. I don't know why we call it an aisle we just does it <laughs> matter it's your thing so, like, right what's your favorite movie or what's yeah. your favorite kind of zoo animal mm-hmm. and everybody has to pick a category mm-hmm. and then we all have to say what our favorite one is i'm in love with that i want to come to your house for bedtime <laughs> oh you are more than welcome to it's so much fun <laughs> that is lovely and they're always going to appreciate that yeah you know sometimes it gets hard because i feel like sometimes we do the same aisle yeah. over and over again sure. but yeah. it's okay they don't doesn't matter doesn't matter <laughs> yeah the only thing that'll be challenging about it is that as they get older and they get busier, I don't know how that's, you know, the bedtime thing will be probably a lot less cutesy <laughs> as they get older, but it's still your, it's still family time. <laughs> it is. And it's something that we could do like at the dinner table when yeah. they get a little bit bigger. Oh, yeah. but right now yeah. it's, it's a fun bedtime uh-huh. thing. And yeah. And as they get older, their interests will change. So the categories will get a lot more interesting. <laughs> exactly. You'll be doing cars and yeah. things like that in the future. <laughs> Stacy, who is your uh, favorite animal, by the way? Um, my favorite animal today is going to be a panda bear. Oh. Yes, nice. Well, tell your kids we said hello and thank you for calling. You know, that does, um, again, a double thing there because it gives them the quality time. Yeah. But kids do need a bedtime routine. Yeah. They need that routine thing that happens every night to help them go, okay, phew, end the day. Yeah. Love it, Stacy. Jump in anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Um, right now, i got to tell you this, okay? You know, I'm trying to slowly catch up on each episode of Tom vs. Time, that Facebook Watch documentary. Yeah. I'm I, and I'm loving it even though the Super Bowl's over. And he I, lost. I, I totally would have. I'm still fascinated with his 
obsession with football and playing perfectly. You know, because perfection is not possible, but he tries yeah. all the time. And I would have already finished this whole series like a week ago, except it's one of those things where we're wa- Murphy and I are watching it together. Murphy's a very busy person, so at night it's like, well, you are too. can we please watch this together? So <clears throat> last night we're watching, I think it's only the third episode, where he takes his teammates. This is last year that it actually happened. Oh, yeah. They went to Big Sky and they had a retreat. Yeah, golfing and stuff. So Tom is in the kitchen <laughs> making smoothies him pouring like flax seeds and yeah. peanut butter on top of blueberries I, I can't imagine I don't even know what that concoction is there but it, it looks can, good the blueberries changes the changes the whole color yeah. yeah okay blueberry froth this is good today right here this is a good mixture today alright that's Tom handing the smoothie the protein shake he just made to his uh, to his massage therapist so literally Murphy wants to stop it and go wait 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 what did you put in there <laughs> whoa, 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 I think I think it looked like flax seeds, but definitely peanut butter. But well, probably some, some healthy peanut butter rice too. with no sugar. You know that. And then what? Whatever he was pouring in there, Murphy. I've never seen that box of whatever he was pouring in there. Yeah, let's freeze frame that. It says hemp milk. I don't know hemp what that is. Milk. What? It's called uh, tempt. So, anyway. Yeah. Murphy was literally trying to make a mental list of what to what oh. Tom Brady oh, drinks. He's going to run out to the grocery, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I want to make sure my throwing arm is working. You know? <laughs> it's so cute. Anyway, so next time we make smoothies, I'm there. We're going to be trying to do not. I call them smoothies. What do you call it? You call it a protein it's shake because there was yeah. protein powder too. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had protein powder. Okay. Either way, can we watch again? Yeah. Like later. Episode- Four. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you make some shakes and Tom then watch it. Tom versus, yeah, Tom versus Tom. We love to hear from you. Give us a call any morning, 877-310-4MSJ. Okay, uh, and is this Shannon? Yes, how are you? We're good. What is up? You know, my friends and all, they all watch This Is Us. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm not going to watch the show. I got enough Real Housewives I watch. I watch everything. You know, it's addicting because I like the drama. Yes. I'm like, then I get on and I, you know, listen to you guys every morning mm-hmm. and I'm addicted to you as well. Aww. And then I like listen and you guys are like, oh, we're we're binging This Is Us. We haven't watched it. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. They're not going to make me do it. And then I keep listening and you keep talking about it. And I'm like, dang it, I'm giving in. Uh. So I watch it and I binge it this weekend. And I I'm on the second season. Haven't finished it all yet. Oh, wow. And now I'm, like, addicted. And I can't stop watching it. My husband walks in, and he's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, I'm watching This Is Us. So then he's getting into it, right? Right. So he'll go out, and he'll, you know, cook the dinner, and he comes back, and he's like, okay, what happened? Push pause. I need an update. Uh, I'm like, I can't update you. You have to sit here and watch this. That's frustrating, so that's like yeah. That's like point that I, I go to sleep at night, and I'm, like, dreaming about it. And I'm like, uh, I can't get it out of my head. Wow. I'm blaming you guys. Oh. Uh. We didn't create the show. We're victims, too. <laughs> Shannon. Oh, it's so horrible. Do you know, though, this, you have outpaced me like crazy. I'm still on season one because I can only take that in small doses. I'm not dying to know 
Because oh, I, I don't, know. I don't need the pain. I, I, I couldn't watch it at all yesterday because I'm like, okay, you've been dreaming about it. You're making yourself <laughs> sick just thinking about it. So yeah. I was like, you have to stop. And then about eight o'clock at night, I'm like, okay, just one more, mm-hmm. one more little mm-hmm. set section. Wow. And, yeah. And then I do it, and then I'm, I'm, I'm in again. <laughs> you know, the show is good and <laughs> believable. The show is totally believable. There are families going through these things. Oh yeah. Yeah. It kind of brought me back to mind. Well, I thank you for letting us know. I'm sorry that we did this to you but I'm sure there's a silver lining yeah it, it's it's a good thing to watch thank yeah. you thank you Shannon for the call so oh, see goodness. now Shannon's excitement now makes me wonder if I should continue you know or maybe ask Jody to start over from the beginning mm-hmm. again and we watch it together or is that I'm 11 mm-hmm. episodes into season one that's oh, a big tall that's order a lot. Murphy I just don't think it's your show Murphy I you know, know it's not eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ love hearing from you Shannon call us anytime I want to talk about something that happens probably in marriages all over this country and world. Well, it happens in mine. And it sounds like Jody's about to use me and her as an example. It's okay. All right. I'm binge watching This Is Us. Right. Correct. Um, I'm not fast with it because I can only take it in small doses. Yeah. But you know. It seems like the heaviest show on the planet. The other day. I had a bunch of laundry to do at one time. So guess what? I'm not just boring doing laundry. I'm going to put on a show Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do laundry. And so I'm watching This Is Us. And I'm only in season one, Sam. Yeah. And so it was a Christmas episode, if you will. And and something happened towards the end of it that somebody somebody might have fallen into a coffee table. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Murphy walks in. And I don't know if you know this about him but you know about his attention span if there's a screen on and something is playing it doesn't matter what else is going on he hones in on it right and so murphy stands there and watches the end of this episode with me and starts asking a million questions well that, what's going on who is that that's a jarring point of that episode too when he when it the is coffee table thing happened well and i walked in and, and so see I'm, I'm glad that, you, that you're saying this is poignant because it really jumped out at me i said oh, yeah. so so jody who is, is the guy, guy yeah who's the guy that fell into the coffee table just now you know no you said who's the guy that died i'm like we don't know that he died oh, i didn't know if he died or not i mean look everything you gotta that, watch the show anything that sam's ever said about the show there's a whole lot of death in this thing apparently so no, that's game know. of thrones well oh, that too but anyway, you've always done that. And I don't know if other spouses do that. I don't know if, if men feel that way with women in football. I don't know. I know you've had that issue in the past. I, yeah, Sam. I have. Yeah. It's like I'm 11 episodes in. I cannot hit pause and catch you up on who this is and why he's significant. Yeah. And so my thing is just here's here's what I have to say about that. Don't do that. Yeah. If somebody's way into a show, you can't leisurely walk in and go, what's going on? Yeah. You can't. What happened with a guy in the coffee table? It's human nature, and he said, "I I think we have probably an unusual circumstance, and that we're visiting here every morning, and so you're talking about the show a lot, and you and Sam, you know, I mean, it really is not your show. Everything, right? Mm -hmm. I think you would hate this show." Murphy. I, and I trust you on that, but I'm beginning to, now that I'm seeing pieces and parts of what you're watching, the the clips that I've, we've played here on the show of like, You Are My Sunshine, now I under, I think I know where that's going. Yeah. I know when that where that actually occurs, based on a scene from last night. Good for you. From the guy and his grandfather, actually. Right. Yeah. Do you agree, Sam? You just don't do that to people. No, you don't do that. And you're right, too, about the sports thing, the football thing. Yeah. I don't have time to explain penalties. They yeah. just lost 10 yards, just deal with it. Put okay? that on your dating profile, Sam. Oh, that's right. You can always listen on your schedule on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It's just easy to you know download at any time. You can go to murphysamandjody.com, Google it, 
And uh, also come hang out with us after the show because we do an, a new episode every day of something that you will only hear on the podcast. Sam, the other day on our Instagram, you got a comment from Jessica. Uh-huh. And she said, yeah, I love the new glasses on you. But um, she also wanted you to know that she fit all the requirements of your list. Ah, my Meaning dating profile. You're dating right. the things you were looking for in Which a person. Which is now offline because I've taken it down for a little while. Okay, to take a break. Yeah, and what's funny is, the, I guess it's kind of the way I'm doing this. I found they actually have a new name for this. It's the new trend in dating called serendipidating. What does that mean? And you know, uh, serendipity is it, whatever by chance. Chance. happens. Yeah, yeah right. stuff by chance. Oh, apparently a lot of the uh, a lot of millennials are getting off the dating apps and just letting dating happen by chance. Oh, and it's not working. I guess I can be sort of accused of doing because you know I really haven't gone out there to find but dating happening by chance meaning just waiting for it to show up or if you're waiting to meet somebody you're just going to run into somebody it's just going to happen by chance that you know you never don't try too hard something will happen i mean what's what's so wrong with that why is that considered a bad idea the experts are saying it's a mistake to do that because you really need to put in the work if you want to get the date think of it in different terms murphy Uh. you were thinking of not dating but business well, you want to just hope that you make it? Or do you want to actually put a plan in place and work the plan so you'll make it? Well, now that you put it that way. Right. I can speak yeah. his language. Yeah. I can speak Murphy's language. Okay. And even when I was on the dating apps and the websites, I really wasn't putting in tons right. of effort. Right. I was waiting for something to happen. So the, the, I, I feel that. Meaning, if you really want to date and find someone, you do need to put a plan into place. Right. However, the sentimental person in me says... I do believe in the serendipity ness of it. That's kind of what I. That's how I. I mean, I don't want to be pie in the sky and Pollyanna, but yeah, if if it's meant to ha- that that saying, if it's meant to happen, right, it, it'll happen. I right. think. You know, look how many times I went to Home Depot, and whatever happened there, you nothing. never met. I put in the effort there, and I can't ever find her. Well, but yeah, I mean, that's sort of a, that's not like expanding your social circle. You'll have to do more home improvement places than that. Yeah, I can yeah. do Lowe's next time. I didn't plan to meet Murphy. He didn't plan to meet me. Yeah. It happened that well, way. That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't have a plan, right. obviously. We still don't, 20 yeah. years later. Serendip a marriage. Yeah, see? Jody gets to play uh, detective on some mornings, Sam. With she, what? Before she heads out. Hey, well, a magnifying glass. <laughs> No, because she finds little wrappers and things, and so she knows that sometime between the time we went to bed and the time that she's woken up to be here, that I had one of those low blood sugar episodes and probably went and you know had to treat to bring it up. It usually involves like an empty orange juice container and a box of cereal and crumbs, and I'm like, oh, somebody had a must-have midnight snack. Murphy, you don't pour this... Orange juice on the cereal, do you? No, no, no. He no, doesn't no. bother with plates no. or cu- bowls. But you know, being a type one diabetic, and a lot of times that I don't wind up with the whole insulin low thing. But sometimes it just happens, mm-hmm. and you have to be prepared for it. So you treat it with a liquid, and that really should be enough. But I think what happens is in the middle of the night when I'm not quite awake, the hunger is exaggerated, and that's where I mean I get more hungry than what is real yeah. so i don't stop it just when i'm treating that mm-hmm. is the problem i start looking for the other things to eat so you like drink orange juice or lemonade first to actually treat it and bring it up which is a fast way to bring up a blood sugar mm-hmm. just smart that straight sugar but then yeah he snacks hard and heavy but, I, but if there's something that i know that i can eat that's not really over the top bad i'll do that but la- you know last night 
uh, I tore into the the bag of candy labeled on the front, Phoebe's Do Not Touch. <laughs> Our youngest daughter is... Not, but here's the problem. It's Christmas candy. And so, <laughs> is it gummy bears? Yeah, well, it's going to go bad anyway. It's my low blood sugar stupor moment. You know, I kind of... I, I thought, well, this is, you know, old candy now. So I went in there. I, there were some Snickers minis in there that were pretty good. And um, and then I stumbled across a <laughs> a caramel-filled Santa Claus. <laughs> oh. Was he still fresh? Yeah, but it, it kept Looked me like a crime scene. It, huh? it, it kept me busy for about ten minutes. It was a chewy, chewy thing. Yeah, I hate that for you. But I know about that exaggerated hunger from one time when I was pregnant and I had to fast to do the blood clo- uh-huh. the blood glucose testing or whatever. And so I had to fast, mm-hmm. and then they check check my blood. And on the way out, I was so hungry. I think I, my blood sugar was low, and I could not have eaten a Subway sandwich quicker. Yeah. Right. It's just weird. I don't know if it's it's just a physiological, psychological, or both response, but the hunger, in, if I don't really stop myself and go, wait, 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 you've had enough to treat with. <laughs> Your body's it, lying to you that you need exactly. to eat. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. do you have to now explain this to Phoebe or replace it? Oh, I'm mm-hmm. not saying a word. I just gently put the bag <laughs> back. I don't, and, I don't know where you'd find a caramel fold Santa Claus right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So it's a fun Friday, and one of the fun things we learned about our bulldog, um, Papa this week is that he ate a glue stick yeah. well, and wait, everything turned out fine. Maybe, Jody, that's a fun thing for you. I was a little horrified to find no, out. No, I was, it was funny because I didn't hear until four days after. Phoebe's like, oh yeah, that was like four days ago. I was like, yeah. panicked for one second. It's like, oh, four days ago, he's fine. He was, he was able and to he help went, us decorate a picture frame with a bunch of colorful shells. <laughs> Stop it. Guess what we found out about him last night? Uh. He does not like the sound of a kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. How do you find that Phoebe out? was playing a kazoo. <laughs> Just for fun, and he started losing it. Maybe in his former life. Maybe. Well, as you know, Phoebe uh, likes. There's some really. It's some of the really cool things about Phoebe. Who's 13? Yeah. On Netflix, she found the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. So she was playing the Dick Van Dyke show theme song yeah. on, on the kazoo. kazoo, driving the dog crazy. <laughs> right. It's always exactly. fun at our house. So anyway, we were talking about weird things your dogs eat. Thanks to Papa and the glue stick. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. We were also talking about how we didn't have yeah. dog food when i was growing up we gave our dogs table scraps yeah. every day From that's the what they bucket. ate maggie you had something you wanted to add well i was funny because i was thinking about that i've always told people story that when i was a kid my mom used to always go to the grocery store and buy the meat that was about ready to i guess expire yeah and she used to boil that up with um oh. stale bread and scrambled eggs for the dogs wow <laughs> gourmet very healthy very healthy Think yes. about it. it was meat dairy and carbs well, true. good for yeah. them that's so cool and how yes. often did she do this she used to do that every week um we did have a bag of dog food that she would sometimes mix it in and try to make it last a little bit longer yeah but we had two siberian huskies and they ate a lot but yeah um, yeah, they, they were very well fed. That's cool. I love it. Throwing out the ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Love your, love your show. Thank we, you for calling. work a lot better. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> sweet, Maggie. We appreciate that. Thank you. So, uh, I'm, now I'm trying to remember, Jody. There was somebody that we know that prepares you know, their dogs. What do you call that when you make your food for the whole week? What's that called? Meal prep. Meal prep. Yeah. <laughs> Very complicated term. Yes. Meal prep. <laughs> but so, there's somebody that we know that does their meal prep for their family and they do it for the dog at the Man. same time. I'm like, wow. wow I want to really, be that person. That's but time consuming. Yeah.
I don't know who does it. I think it's cool, though. I'm jealous. Yeah. And I do like to slip our dogs some real food that they can eat right. every once in a while that you don't know about necessarily, Murphy. Wonderful. <laughs> but um, by the way, that list, human foods that dogs can and cannot eat, is on our website for you and Facebook page, murphysamandjody.com. You can always catch anything you might have missed with the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. And remember, later in the day, we we do we still hang out. We do something called After the Show. There's a brand new episode every day on the podcast. The madness See. continues a little bit longer. Check it out at MurphySamAndJody.com or you can simply Google it. Okay, I bought some more chairs for hanging out at the house outside, uh-huh. and I'm just tickled yeah. to death. Patio chairs. Fortunately, these aren't yeah, the kind. Chair. These are, these aren't the kind that can fold and hurt me. <laughs> what? What? Fortunately, yeah, good. I don't, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of those chairs that fold up and you can carry anywhere and then you open up. I have no problem doing, I have no problem with that. That's one of the best, I mean, okay, when I was growing up, you had one choice of folding chairs, the kind with that webbing on it. I know. Yeah, it folded open and it folded closed. These are like they have they're vented. You got a cup holder on each side. Some of them you can put your feet out. They some they of them even do. have hoods. I know. It's like Crocs to me. I don't like the way they look. I know they're functional. And I know oh, they're wait, great. wait, wait, wait. You're talking about the camping chair. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ones that you okay. bring to sporting events. No, the one that when I was talking about hurting myself, I hurt myself on those trifold beach chairs. The ones that fold uh, out three ways. Yeah. Where when you sit down, oh, the yeah. bottom part with your legs Mur- you can you know. Murphy can't work those. I don't know what the deal is i always wind up flat on the ground and have to start over again <laughs> you pinch yourself you pinch yourself and then they hurt okay yeah. okay i'm just <laughs> when your head goes back too far <laughs> yeah it's, it's, i'm telling you it's a disaster area hey, kids come lift me up <laughs> anyway it's so funny i just wanted to say i found these oh. really cool shaped like adirondack chairs oh, the plastic kind the plastic ones though i paid 12 dollars a piece yeah. they're gorgeous they look real from the street they should call them photorondack yeah they're photorondack <laughs> right? yeah. and an assortment of colors do you know why adirondack <laughs> chairs are so expensive i priced some real ones not long ago well, what? well real wood is expensive i mean that's the yeah. whole it's thing the design you know? i think yeah. you must be paying for too well i mean the real kind are custom made usually too there's a lot of work that goes into an adirondack chair. oh whole new respect Okay, well, anyway, I love a good-looking chair, and I don't like the chairs that look like they, you know, are portable. I just don't love that look. Well, Um, not when you leave them on the front lawn. (laughs) (laughs) These are on our side lawn, and they're 12 bucks, and we're spending every evening in them, and I am loving them. Yeah. Subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast when you get a chance today. It's free, it's easy, and that way you can catch up on anything you miss and enjoy a new episode of After the Show. We do that every day. When do we do that? After the show. Nice. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. How are you, Donnie? Good, good. Uh, You know, I'm listening to your show. You made the announcement about Fred Rogers there, Jody. Yes. And I'm trying to figure out uh, which actor would play the part the best. And I'm I'm driving in my car trying to figure out who would play the role the best. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned a few guys, and I'm like, no, not this guy, not this guy. Yeah. And then you mentioned Tom Hanks. Yes. Who else could play the part any better than Tom Hanks? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's my favorite actor. You know, he's good. He's he's just the best, right? I think. Right. Well, he's somebody that we all feel like we know. You have somebody better in mind, though, for for this? Uh, I was thinking Jared Leto, maybe. (gasps) 
Yeah. Huh. Wow. Wow. Or, uh, you... Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Or, Ryan know, Gosling might guy. be too hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling might be a little too I hot for that. I'm just trying to think of a guy that can play the part. Hey, girl, let me change my sweater. Guy, you know, Fred Rogers was a tall guy, skinny guy. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Donnie, you're funny. When you mention Tom Hanks, I'm like, of course it could be Tom Hanks. Yeah. He's the only one that can play the part. Yep. What's funny is that you talk about, when we start thinking about putting him in that sweater, I hear Forrest Gump, but he needs to be... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's going to have to change up a little bit. You know, He's going to have to yeah. go back in time. He Ma- can do it. Mom always said, won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> Want to be my neighbor? Such a mess. My mom always said, "Life is like a box of chocolates." Yes, that's yeah. right. Life is like the land of make believe. <laughs> oh, you too. We love hey, hearing from you, guys. I appreciate it, and uh, keep up the good work, you guys. Thank you, Donnie. We appreciate the call. Okay, moms, if you have ever been prom dress shopping with a daughter, you are going to feel me on this. It is a full circle, for me, it was a full circle sort of mother-daughter experience. I took Taylor the other day, which is funny because she had prom this Saturday night, Mm -hmm. and we waited to go prom dress shopping because she's been so busy to like Thursday night. And I, but I know, but I wasn't worried knowing her. She's always been an easy shopper. Right. She'll, she's like me. She'll look at 600 dresses and know which five she wants to try on. And Sam, just so that you know, uh, daddy was kept away from this. So I was actually having burgers with a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now. I'm, I'm sorry, a burger, not burgers, plural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Murph. So anyway, so I take her prom dress shopping. Phoebe and a friend come along too. And we go to this department store with a ton of dresses, her favorite spot to check them out. And she just picks a bunch of dresses. And what's funny is that. I knew when I did this, rewind back to when I did this a few times with my mom. I went to a few proms. We had some not so great experiences. I remember one Saturday, we get in the car and we're going shopping and I'm just being, I'm so bored. I I just want to go hang out with my friends. She says, no, come with me. We had already picked something out, but we hadn't bought it yet. I think it was a a story where my parents couldn't afford it yet until a paycheck. Mm -hmm. And then so I'm just complaining the whole time. I don't want to be here. And she finally said, you're going to regret saying that. Well, the deal was one of the things we were doing was picking up my prom dress. So, of course, I was acting yucky. Yeah. And I was sorry at the end of it. She and I used to disagree a lot about what my dress should be. Mm -hmm. So we it wasn't a pleasant experience. So fast forward to today. Taylor and I don't have that experience shopping often. I'm usually totally good with what she chooses. Maybe she has better taste than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Quite possibly. But um, this thing was... It was reminiscent of the time with my mom. She was pretty cranky with me. She was, you know, she needed my help with zipping stuff and she didn't want Phoebe and her friend to see very much, but she was very short with me. Right. And it was tension filled. And I kept thinking of my mother during the dressing room, you know, struggle. Yeah. And so she picked out a prom dress. We bought it. We did the shoes. We did the whole thing. And I was tired by the end of the night. On a weeknight, I was worn out. So you were reliving your life with your mom. I was reliving it. And then the other morning, she sent me a text. Thank you for prom dress shopping with me last night, even though I was stressed out and difficult. I love you. Oh, that's so sweet. So Taylor. So like the next morning, she realized that was a roller coaster for both of us. You know, it's amazing because the guy thing is so easy. You go to the tux rental place, you get measured, and you're done. (laughs) No, it's much more emotional for girls. 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Stranger Things star Finn Wolford has just signed on for a major movie. Not that he's not already busy on Stranger Things, the season three set. I believe they've begun now filming that. He plays Mike, which to me, he was the lead kid in the first season. And Mm -hmm. then you realize, wait, this is an ensemble. He's got a good future ahead. So there's a book called The Goldfinch. I started reading it. It's really, really good. And then, of course, misplaced the book. I do have plans to finish it. But um, (laughs) he plays Boris, which is not the lead character, but a very important character. And that's a big deal for him just to be cast on the big screen. So he's, you know, he moving forward and not going to be stuck in that child actor Netflix only sort of not going to be stuck in the upside down perfect Sam perfect Sam Finn Wolford gets a big movie role it's uh, the movie's coming out next year up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider I thought about you guys uh, the other night when I took Taylor and Phoebe and Phoebe's friend shopping at Zimal for um Taylor's prom dress. Mm-hmm. We ended up at the mall, and they were hungry after all that shopping, and so we hit the food court. Oh man! And right, and the food court was. See, I bet that's a place Murphy just loses it. He's it's too much. Too many decisions. Too many decisions. Oh no, no 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 no! I'm a, I'm a one trick pony in the food court. Oh, oh that's right. I'm it's sorry. It's pretty much always sesame chicken. That's ah, right. Honey chicken, fried sesame rice. chicken. You know uh-huh. that this is true. When you have a singular focus, you're on it. Mm-hmm. But so he doesn't get. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't actually, get confused by the choices. I actually don't see any. I couldn't even name the restaurants <laughs> in the food court. <laughs> anyway, it was not crowded, which was nice. It was a weeknight. And poor Phoebe, she's 13. She was apologizing. Mom, sorry, but I want, you know, the Chinese food. My friend Cassidy wants chicken. And Taylor's off wanting a burrito. That's why they invented and food that's courts. that's what I said to her. Yeah. I said, that's the beauty of the food court. And you could see her face. I'm like, it's totally fine. Yeah. So I gave Taylor some money. I stood with Cassidy and Phoebe, and everybody had something different. I was like, "Baby, do not apologize. It is not an inconvenience. That's the value of the. That's the. That's the cool part." And I thought of you both, thinking, "Yeah, that is the cool part. Everybody yeah. can have something different." I was just thinking you'd love that, Sam. Yeah, I can't believe that Murphy's already got his. He knows what he wants. No, it's yeah. fried rice. <laughs> yeah, and what's funny is that's exactly what Phoebe had, and she yeah. said, "Send a picture of to the of this to Daddy because he's going to be jealous." There's a pair of ruby red slippers from the Wizard of Oz that's going to be going on the auction block, and the opening bid has to be six million dollars. Total? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Six who's, million? Who's who's selling them? Like, uh, the, who? the person that owns them. So I know that there's an original pair at the Smithsonian, yeah, in D.C. So ooh, is I did, how many pairs do they have floating yeah, around? Yeah, they had. I believe five pairs. This one, uh, the pair that's up for, for fire for six million dollars, wasn't actually in the movie. It was used for PR purposes. Oh, only. huh. But here's the cool story behind it because I dug into this. Yeah. Okay. In 1940, a 16 year old girl won this pair uh, by winning a contest called "Name the Ten Best Movies of 1939." Right. Movie theater was putting it on, or the, yeah. the production company, and so she won the the shoes. And she's been holding on to them. She won second place. Whoa. You want a pair of these for second place? Oh, what was, was the first place price? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so the, the red slippers were the concession yeah, I'm so sorry, but here's our second place consolation prize. <laughs> she held on to them for 48 years and would show them at, to kids in different sure. things. That's she crazy. sold them for 150000 bucks in 1988. Oh, that's and a... And no, Murphy, you've little. seen these. You and I have because these are the ones that when the guy that bought them from mm-hmm. her... 
He actually put them on display at Disney at the uh, MGM Studios. Those are the ones oh, that were on the movie. Oh yeah, ride. we did. You and I, we stood there for hours. <laughs> <laughs> when Murphy and I went on the ride together. Yay, bromance memory. So now they're up for auction again for six million bucks. Whoa. And more music variety on the way to get you through the workday. Coming up in the After the Show podcast, Murphy's learning new tricks with Alexa all the time. It's awesome. So proud of himself. Something he did this morning without me knowing.